Welcome back to the IS podcast. Today I have Jasmine and April joining me and this episode we talk about Asian American studies. I want to make a disclaimer here that we are not experts or professionals on this topic. We are simply stating our opinions and what we've learned when we were undergrads. And if you would like to know more information about this topic, please go do research about it. And yeah, enjoy this episode. Jasmine and April here and to talk about Asian American studies which I'm so jelly that you guys have it at your college I don't have it so tears not a lot not a lot of people do <laughs> we were very lucky yeah. I know in the east coast not a lot of people do mm-hmm. um so like can you guys talk about like the history of like Asian American this Late, not label, but like this word where it came from. Mm. Do you want to go? You can go. You studied. <laughs> um, I think it came from right around like the civil rights movement. I would say. It, I think it originated from. Um, yeah. The San Francisco State University. The strikes. Strike. Yeah, the ethnic studies. The strike. fight for ethnic studies. Yeah. Yeah, and they coined Asian American as a political term yes. because oftentimes as Asian Americans we're viewed as not American, we're mm. viewed as foreigners. Yes. Um, we're viewed as we don't belong here and the reason why those two words purposefully are together is uh-huh. because it's a statement to say we are Americans, we are Asian Americans, um, so it's both a political term, social it's mostly, term. yeah, mostly political. Yeah, I mostly would say. political. Yeah, but I feel like in recent times, people try to conflate the political with culture, so the mm-hmm. Asian American culture, which yeah. does not actually exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or I guess yeah, in some yeah. ways, but yeah, yeah, or I find like a lot of like. East Asians, like mm-hmm. Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, just kind of views as like, oh, just kind of assuming that like their cult, like our cultures are Asian American, mm-hmm. but we're excluding so many other uh, members groups. of the mm-hmm. Asian yeah. diaspora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like, cause like I never knew about that term until like high school, and like mm-hmm. so like when did you guys learn about this history? Like the first time? Like was there a time before college or like? during college that's when you guys learned about it no i was totally lost i was like hmm, what even high school i don't even think we ever covered like chinese exclusion or japanese internment i went to like a math and science high school mm-hmm. and i'm like damn i think we just learned about european history and even like u.s history like oh yeah thanks get like the pilgrims and all that anti-native american bullshit and like yeah mm-hmm. and the civil war and slavery and stuff um yeah yeah, so definitely college, definitely taking my first Asian American Studies course, mm-hmm. where I learned about that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for me, I think for Asian American history, yeah, uh, in high school I didn't learn too much about it, but I think my high school actually was really progressive. Mm -hmm. So, um, actually, I really appreciated my humanities teacher. She did incorporate some Asian American history because she knew there were a couple of Asian Americans in the class. So mm -hmm. I learned about like the um, gold rush and uh, the railroad uh, railroad workers mm -hmm. um, and internment too. I learned about that, um, and we learned about you know Africana studies. We learned about Indigenous Native American studies too. Um, yeah, and because my high school was predominantly uh, black black um, students, we did heavily learn about black history. Mm. But I think that really helped me a lot too mm. in learning and understanding my own identity as well. But it did take until, I would agree with April, until college that like I even learned about Chinatown history. Because even mm. high school, I didn't, like, no one taught me about history in Chinatown. Um, even though, you know, me and you, we grew up in Chinatown, we mm. went to school like we kind of lived and kind of thrived there, mm. but I no one taught me about the history there, and I it took me until going to college to to uh, be kind of relearn that that there's so much history there. So I also did some research on my own to just like relearn a lot of things. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. But then it brought me back to like a lot of memories of us growing up too, like that I took for granted. Like mm. I remember, like you brought me to like CPA bikeathon one mm. time. I didn't know at that time. I didn't know what that meant mm. or what it was for. How old were you? Or like how we, we were in high were school? In high school so. Yeah, like oh, I didn't really. Yeah. yeah, you were just like come to this bikeathon. I was yeah. like, cool. This sounds like fun. Yeah. And I rode around, <laughs> but I didn't know what what it meant i didn't know the history behind it i just thought it was like this really, is a cool bike ride <laughs> yeah and like you know i'm surrounded by, by people that yeah. look like me mm -hmm. um and like also i th i think it was you or my our english teacher mm. uh, miss chu like we went to i i, I remember because it was pretty i've never been to anything like it but we did go to a protest before we did i don't yeah <laughs> we did and it it like clicked when I was learning about uh, um, Chinatown history and yeah. and like I remember seeing you there. I saw like uh, Miss Chu there, and at that time I was just like, oh, like this is just like a thing, and I didn't know what it meant. Mm -hmm. But then like, sorry, um, yeah, it took like I I had these experiences, but I didn't know what it meant or the historical context until like yeah, going to college and then. It just brought me back to like, oh wow, like this stuff is so important. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I talked a lot. Yeah. Sorry. No, no it's important. It's all good. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Share the space. So you mentioned like CPA and everything. So like when I did CYI was the first time that I like learned about the history mm -hmm. and like activism, which is I don't think I knew that Asian people did activism. <laughs> That was like right, a shocker yeah, to me. Right. And then yeah. I learned about like the history of Chinatown and then also like Vincent Chin yeah. and all these different history yeah. and I was like super mad <laughs> when I learned about it. Yeah. And like when I learned about the Chinese Exclusion Act and I was like, Are you freaking serious right now? So yeah, that's 
that's how I felt when I learned about the history. Um, but then my only question, because I was in high school, my only question was like, why isn't this taught in high school? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it all these history? There's no freaking Asian people mentioned other than like ancient China. Mm. <laughs> like I was like, where's Asian American history? And then when we got to the period where they talked about the railroad and the internment camp, it was like only a little mention of it, and then that was yeah. it. And then we were like, we brushed through it, so okay, it's covered. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm still mad. You're still mad. I'm so mad. Okay. You still mad? Always. Yeah. We're always mad. Yeah. Forever mad. <laughs> Forever. Uh, unless change has come. <laughs> then yeah. I won't be mad. <laughs> yeah. Until the revolution comes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, which part of history that you guys learned um, has, like, a great, like, impact or, like, connected? I don't, I don't know. Connected or, like, impacted you? <sighs> mm. Actually, I think the moment that was transformative for me was when we watched... A film at the beginning of our Asian American Studies class, mm-hmm. and I think the first quote was, "Oh, Asians didn't come to America. American came to Asia." Just mm-hmm. talking about the beginning yeah. of um, yeah. Western imperialism, because mm-hmm. I remember, because I think for Asian Americans, there's this narrative of, "Oh, our family immigrated to this country for yeah. a better life. Mm-hmm. We came here for better opportunities." Mm-hmm. But if you go way far back into history, and yeah. I, this was like, like opium war days mm, it's like yeah. oh damn mm-hmm. um there was oh china and britain were trading and mm-hmm. there's a trade imbalance mm-hmm. so then britain smuggled drugs from india over mm-hmm. to china it's like mm-hmm. that caused all like the poverty and like that would cause like the war work, yeah wars and like workers yeah. to leave because mm-hmm. southern china was just yeah. devastated because of all of the i think the first immigrants were mm-hmm. from southern China mm-hmm. like Guang like Guangdong area right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just want to make sure I get my back straight yeah so yeah just thinking about how western imperialism has just messed up the whole world mm-hmm. yeah um wow I didn't think about it was, I just remember it was, it was that moment when I was like Dang, wow yeah history goes far back yeah oh uh, shoot I don't know I don't know which part of history to, to pick oh that's a hard one that was the most striking moment for yeah you. or striking moment striking moment there was there are a lot of striking moments it's come okay. back to me <laughs> come back to me I need to think about it um I think for me you? was the Chinese Exclusion Act mm-hmm. um even though I learned it when I was doing the youth program and like I think that's one of the reasons why I chose history as my major mm-hmm. in college. Um, it was between Chinese or history, mm-hmm. and I chose history. Um, and I think, like, that, I did, like, my own research on Chinese Exclusion Act and, like, everything about it. And I was like, you excluded a specific, like, race, mm-hmm. ethnic group. Yeah. And, like, people are saying, like, oh, like, these people are taking our jobs and everything. And then I was, like, looking back, I was like, even though it's history, but then I was like, looking back, like, at that time, like, today, and, like, whichever ethnic group or whatever race, like, whoever came to America, like, who weren't there for a while, but the new groups, people look down on them and just, like, say, like, you're taking our jobs away. It's like, I feel like it's a cycle. So, like, when I was looking at that, I was like, this is interesting. I was like, because it wasn't only, like, Chinese people, but, like, whatever group came in, like, everybody would 
pushed down on them because yeah. they're a new group and like everyone's like um you're taking our jobs away and i was like no people are just making a living and like those jobs the labor the wages are pretty low and you're saying like they're taking your jobs away that's so stupid you already have like some other jobs like better than like these what these people are doing yeah and like you're t- the wages are low so what are you complaining about that's like my only thing when I did the whole thing so I don't know like it was really interesting because like my junior year I did the paper and it was like in a higher level course and all the classmates that were no I was in my sophomore year and all the classmates were juniors or seniors so like when I did a presentation at the end of the semester on this topic because we had to do this like paper for the whole semester and they went to present it and they're like oh I didn't know about it and I was like yeah I was like more people should learn about it Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, like, thank you for, like, telling us about, like, this history that we don't know about. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's why it's so important to look at history. Like, yeah. oh, this happened in the past, too. It's yeah. just repeating itself mm-hmm. and with a different group. But what's the... Why does it keep happening? Mm-hmm. White supremacy. It's like the invisible force mm-hmm. that yeah. we don't name, but mm-hmm. it affects everything. everything. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a lot... But I'll just, I'll just pick, I think, yeah, I'll just pick, uh, like I said before, just learning about uh, Chinatown history here. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that kind of woke me up a little bit too, because it was like, um, you know, going to college, uh, being one of the few, like, uh, low-income Asian-Americans on campus, and going to, you know, Asian American class and learning about my home mm-hmm. and just being so like yeah I just I guess kind of like in shock because like we're studying about my home and the fact and the place I grew up but I didn't know any of these things mm-hmm. um, I didn't knew I didn't know like Chinatown existed for like over hundreds of years and the whole time that you know our community uh, has been here they've just been fighting mm-hmm. they've just been fighting to survive and um and that just made me think about my own story growing up in chinatown and my family's story and how they even immigrated over here and how um how the personal is uh always connected to the historical and there's always a historical context to everything mm-hmm. um and it just made me it was just like another level of under, understanding who I am mm-hmm. and and it's you know like we were just talking about this if we don't know history we mm-hmm. really don't know ourselves um and that that was like a wake up call for me because yeah I just didn't know anything about my home and that was just so sad mm-hmm. that I didn't know anything um and I just felt like I didn't know myself um so I think that was like a moment for me and yeah why well, I wanted to continue to study about that. yeah and I could go back to so many moments where my community has supported me and certain moments where my community has uh, fought for things mm-hmm. that I've been a part of but didn't understand at the time mm-hmm. and yeah it's just so important for yeah just youth and high school students or even younger to even learn about their homes too um and, uh, you know, when I was a youth worker, I, that was, like, the main priority. Like, my youth have to learn Asian American history. They have to learn about their homes here in Chinatown um, or 
even if they don't call their home yet, like, mm -hmm. what it means to navigate the system. I think, like, learning about Chinatown's history helped more, even though, like, there's these laws that, like, happened in the past, but, like, Chinatown, as you said, like, we went to school there, we sort of grew up there, basically. Yeah. Um, and, like, I didn't really understand just Chinatown itself, because, mm -hmm. like, it was like, I was like, oh, I just, like, eat food there and, like, hang out there and, like, that's it. And I was like, there's nothing much to it. And then, like, when I learned yeah. about the history, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I was, like, really shocked. And then, like, also thinking of back, like, when I was a kid, there were, like, flyers hanging out um, saying, like, oh, don't build the highway or, like, like in China. See? Yeah. See? Yeah, that was when oh, I was a kid. Yeah. See? Oh. At the and time, but yeah. you're like, and what does this mean? I think it was like, people right. from CPA that handed, like, those flyers out, I believe. Probably. I think yeah. so. So shout out to CPA for that. Oh, um, yes. And, like, I didn't know, like, I was like, oh, whatever. I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, whatever. Like, they're building a highway. I was like, whatever. But then, like, when I learned about the history, I was like, Chinatown's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. And, like, gentrification is still happening today! I remember when there yeah. weren't luxury apartment buildings. Yes. Like, even though I didn't grow up in Boston, we would come into yeah. Chinatown, like, once a month for, like, groceries and food mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's still part of yeah. Chinatown community. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, that's part of being Chinatown. The Ch Chinese yeah, diaspora. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember Chinatown was a lot smellier and dirtier back then. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that just true. me? Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's dangerous, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's still dangerous. Yeah, in yeah. some areas, but, yeah. in the, like the alleyways and stuff. Yeah, oh, I guess. that that's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. yeah, but in like the luxury place, it's not dangerous. Mm -hmm. Of course not. There were people like standing <laughs> yeah. outside, yeah, like guarding the place. Uh, Usually, people of color, right? I feel like a lot of security guards are like, yeah, 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 black. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think Chinatown's special to me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, but I feel like a lot of people are becoming indifferent because they're like, well, people are moving to Malden, Quincy, or other yeah. towns, so we'll just yeah. like make build restaurants there. Yeah. But and then now people don't come to Chinatown that often because yeah. it's hard to find parking. Yeah. That's one thing my parents complain about. Cause like, oh yeah, yeah. like our friends. Yeah, too. and yeah. then like yeah. my parents are like, let's go to Malden because like there are restaurants there. And they're like, it's good yeah. there too. And I was like, it's but Chinatown. And I was like, I've always been there my whole life. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. But it's just because it's such like a popular like dad it's basically near downtown and yeah. just like that area is so yeah. yeah in high demand. I don't know, I think like when I was I keep talking about CY, but like when we were doing CY we had to ask random people, like, what's the like first thing that comes to mind when you think of Chinatown? At Boston Common, we do that at Boston Common. Ooh. So like, we got asked, like random people, <laughs> like uh, Asian-looking people, or just anyone. Anyone. Ooh, yeah, and that's then interesting area. I'm curious now. Yeah, and then like I remember, like I asked this lady. She was with her daughter at the time, and then um, her the mother was like, "Oh, it's like a place where you like eat and like buy Asian stuff." And then now I think about it, I was like, "What do you mean by Asian stuff?" But I know what she meant. It was like those like decorative like stuff that you can buy at those like gift shoppy type of places. Oh yeah, and then but you can buy in Asia for super cheap. Yeah, and then they bring it over yeah. here. Yeah, and then she was like, "Yeah, it's like a place to hang out and like eat food and everything." And then we just talked about a little bit. I think like the history of Chinatown or something. I don't remember, but right. that's how the conversation went. And then after that, I was like, "Wow!" So people think of Chinatown as a place to hang out and like eat food and I was like nobody knows yeah. about like the history of Chinatown and like how it's like trying to stay alive yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah that was like interesting day that, that was, was a cool day though yeah that yeah. was a very interesting area yeah. with all the finance 
yeah. bros and state house. Oh, bros. yeah, state house. Yeah, uh, state house. The state house. I don't think the fine. I don't think financial district people come into the common as much, do they? I don't know. Oh, maybe like the closer maybe. buildings. Maybe the closer yeah. like city hall. Well, not city hall. Definitely the state house. The state house. Okay, the state house. Bros. Sometimes, I, sometimes <laughs> I see old Chinese people just walk around the common. Just That's good. Walk. Yeah. You know, I'll get some sambo. <laughs> sambo. Get some sambo in. You know, That's so funny. So, um, what do you? Why do you think it's important to have ethnic studies? Because I heard like um, recently, there's some colleges that like added like Asian American studies, mm-hmm. or like some who are thinking of like, what is it? Not canceling it. Um, I forgot the words. But basically, like getting like, rid of it. Yeah, yeah. getting rid of. It. <laughs> <laughs> another word for it but the premises the classy way of saying get rid of of (laughs) academic way get rid of i don't know evoke evoke no No. that's like a law thing right i don't know the word but anyways that like (laughs) it'll come to us later yeah after we're done (laughs) so what's the importance of having ethnic studies oh no history no self no (laughs) history no self which is kind of hard to explain on camera because it's like the words no and like to know and like no as in like yeah because if you don't know yes. it then you, there's no yeah. history i feel like i mean if we look back to how ethnic studies got started mm. it, it came from you know s- students of color and faculty of color demanding to you know yeah know our history no mm. um no history that reflects uh, themselves or ourselves and it was kind of ethnic studies was kind of the first step towards that and mm. that kind of opened the gates for learning about also asian american studies africana studies uh, latinx studies um indigenous mm. native american yeah. studies yeah. too um so ethnic studies was kind of like the umbrella of all oh, those sorry. encompassing mm. kind of histories um yeah it was just like the first step towards towards that goal like that should be if we're required to take math classes we're required to learn how to read or write essays like we should everyone should know the history and the foundation of this country which is ethnic studies i would say resistance and and history of resistance right um yes so i think it started from there yeah in terms of like coining as we studies. should learn our real histories, not what they teach us. Actually, mm. did you know in Arizona they were trying to ban ethnic studies? Like they actually passed. Oh a, yeah, I they actually like made a law. I think it oh, passed really? in the state house to ban ethnic studies because they have a big like Chicano, like Mexican Chicano population. Mm. Uh-huh. So they were like yeah. teaching Chicano studies, and they're just like, why are these kids learning this? Like mm. because they know that it's a threat. They know that ethnic studies is resistance. So yeah. What do people in power do when there's resistance? They try to squash it. So, yeah. yeah. But even on a personal level, I feel like ethnic studies is really healing. Mm-hmm. You learn about your history. You, like, yeah. learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for me personally, I found, like, yeah. my mental health was pretty terrible when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And taking ethnic studies, I was like, oh, I'm yeah. not the only person who struggles mm-hmm. with these things. And... It's not just me or my family, but just, like, how, like, white supremacy and U.S. imperialism have affected, like, my family Mm -hmm. and, like, causing kind of, like, the internal, like, mental struggles. Mm -hmm. So, it's all connected. It is, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you grow up, and even before our generation too, if you just grow up learning about in schools and in college, like education that's uh, Eurocentric, that's mm. white uh, centric, uh, it, it just, it's like constant message saying like, we are invisible, we don't exist, we don't matter. Mm. And um, it just kind of erases yeah. Yeah. like our existence. Mm. Um, or like whiteness is the standard we must aspire to be. Like we must yeah. erase or, or yeah, we must like change ourselves to fit into this yeah. white mold. Yeah, if, if I don't learn all these like pre- white presidents and memorize them, like that means I'm not smart enough. Or like if I don't learn about uh, what, yeah, like uh, all these white people in academia, like I'm not considered like you know, academic enough or smart enough, like... Not valid. Or not valid, yeah. Mm. Um, and, you know, also learning about, uh, like, people of color and our history, yeah. I feel like reveals more truth about our history than um, than what we've been learning, this Eurocentric uh, curriculum. Um, yeah. yeah. Our struggles are all connected, too. And- um you know, just because we're Asian Americans, uh, I mean, yes, it's important we study Asian American studies, but also ethnic studies encompasses other Mm -hmm. groups. And it was actually another moment for me learning about indigenous history Mm -hmm. that kind of uh, helped me understand like history of resistance even more. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, alongside with um, other uh, histories of other groups too Mm. um yeah but the fact that you know uh other groups have been forced to come here or been um you know killed to come here and for indigenous group you know they've they've been here they've been settled here Mm. and um yeah every time we talk about uh learning and like uh and like or like history and origins like we need to go way back too, right? To include indigenous people too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, that's why ethnic yeah. studies is so important. And if I had all the time in the world, like I would be Asian American studies, like indigenous Native American studies. You could just be an ethnic <laughs> yes, studies ethnic scholar. Study yeah, scholar. just like an ethnic studies scholar, like Africana okay. studies too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, but there are also a lot of great books out there, so I guess we just keep learning and reading. Yeah, and, yeah, having communities where we can discuss things like this. Should we give like a few pointers about Asian American studies? Yes, real quick. Yes. Um. Do you want? Okay. Oh, no. Well, Asian American studies uh, was first uh, founded in the uh, San Francisco State University. Strikes in the seventies. Uh, and U.S. Yes. Ber- uh, UC Berkeley. Uh, in the 70s, along with the movement of the civil rights movement, um, uh, there were, yeah, I would say, you know, we giving credit to civil rights movement for paving the momentum and the way for all these other um, resistance and change that happened afterwards will continue change. Study history and ethnic studies is important. Okay, thank you to April and Jasmine. Thank you, Stella. Thank you, Stella. And now we're going to eat. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. What do you think? 
did you take an ethnic studies class? And tell me about it. Leave a comment and subscribe to this podcast, please. Anyways, um, hope you all enjoyed it and see you next time. Bye.